Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sigima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're having just another great day today as we press into the glory of Yahweh. Come on, can you go with me today to the glory of Yahweh where he wants you to abide? You know, I was engaging Yahweh and I love engaging Yahweh. I encourage you to engage Yahweh every day to find, it's kind of like David, you know, he cries out in Psalms 119 that I will worship you seven times a day. Now, I understand that that was said that way because seven, though it could have meant that he actually did it seven times a day, but seven is a number of completion. So basically he was saying, I will be complete worship to you today. Come on. I will be every act that I do. He's a king. He's a lord. He's a ruler. He's a reigner. He's a governor. He's over uh, armies and soldiers and principalities and authorities, right? But he says, I will be a complete worship unto you today. Man, let that become your prayer today, that you will be a complete worship, that your frequency, your attitude, your latitude, your gratitude will become a complete worship for Yahweh today. Glory to God in the highest. You know, when I was engaging Yahweh, uh, he began to talk to me about one of the greatest keys to be lifted high in the heavens. I don't mean to be lifted high like, oh, I'm better than this person. I'm better than that. Because we know under Christ Yeshua, we're all brothers and sisters in the Lord, equal before our God unto our God, right? Now, don't get me wrong. There is a hierarchy of command and order in heaven. And there is a hierarchy of command and order on the earth. Even kings have kings. But we know that Yeshua, the Christ Jesus, is King of kings and Lord of lords. And as we learn how to fully function in the structure, we can function as a spiritual body as one in the heavens as well as in the earth. And uh, But Yahweh was sharing, he said, you know, he goes, I want my people um, to call unto me, of course, right? And to walk him in humility. He goes, I want them to walk in humility one to another. I want them to be servants one to another, to give of themselves one to another. He goes, I'm moving among a people that will come to me and say, here am I, Yahweh, and I will surrender my will to you. Now, it's easier said than done because I'll be honest with you, this is a prayer that I pray on a regular basis, and maybe not always with my words, but in my heart. Yahweh, let me be surrendered to your will, not my will, but your will be done, right? Or like John the Baptist. I must decrease and he must increase. And this is kind of like the heartthrob of our spiritual heart before the Lord. And But Yahweh said, I want to go a little deeper because I really want you to come to the point in your life that you've surrendered in every avenue, meaning that you have no control over those avenues in your life, those gates in your life, those desires in your life. Now, it's almost a moxie, oxymoron because as he says, give up your control, basically, right? We're relinquishing our control of our desires and our will. Then he goes and says, you know what I'm going to do for you, though? I'm going to give you your heart's desire. 
And you don't have to go in a religious fashion, right? Because in the olden days when I used to hear that, oh, I'll give you your heart's desire, I would be like, Father, make my heart your desire. So basically God's given me only what he wants to give me anyway because my heart is not his heart and my desire is not his desire. And so he's only given me his desire. That is somewhat true because I will be honest with you, as you surrender your will to Yahweh, your heart will attune and align with Yahweh's will. And therefore, you are praying and you are decreeing and you're receiving what is in Yahweh's will. But he did not make us a robot. He loves us. He loves our personality. He loves our isms and schisms. He's not moved by our desires. I know people that like boats and God blesses with boats. I know people that like uh, going hunting and God helps them go hunting. I know people that likes, you know, everything you can think of. Oh, they like going to mountains and God always makes a way for them to go to trips on the mountains. Or they love the beach like myself, right? I love the beach, right? Yahweh makes a way all the time that I can get to that beach every year because it's a great pleasure and delight in me. That's not the will of Yahweh, but it is. You understand what I mean? It's not the will, like, not that God don't like the beach, but he don't really care if I go to the beach as to say, I'm going to make some spiritual significance if I go to the beach. No, but he rejoices in what I delight in. So being humbled unto Yahweh, right? Being surrendered unto Yahweh really allows him to bless you with that which is your heart's desires. Like I like artsy things, right? I like things that are artsy. And I have a few little things in my house that are artsy that Yahweh provided and made a way for. Why? Because, and Yahweh delights it. He delights it. I love those things. You know, it's all about us becoming a bond servant unto Yahweh. I want to read some scriptures real quick. Jude 1 1. Jude, a bond servant of Yeshua the Christ and brother of James, to those who are called beloved in God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ. 2 Peter 1 1. Simon Peter, a bondservant and apostle of Jesus Christ to those who have received the faith of the same kind as ours by the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ. I mean, think about this. Is Listen to this. 1 Peter 2.16 Act as free people and do not use your freedom as a covering for evil, but use it to be a bondservant of Yahweh. James 1 1. James, a bond servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. Titus 1 1. Paul, a bond servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ for the faith of those chosen of God and the knowledge of the truth which is according to godliness. Continues, Timothy, the Lord's bond servant. I mean, on and on and on, right? Yahweh's speaking to us about being this bond servant. If you look at bond servant, basically, it was a servant that put himself into his master, into a master, come on now, into his master service. He put himself, it wasn't like he was robbed as a slave. It wasn't like he was stolen or sold. He became a bondservant of his own to live in the rules and the governance 
of his master. And of course, that also received the protection and provision of his master. Now, I can't tell you if the world uh, protection and provision was uh, really adequate to the bond servants, but we know Yahweh is. He's faithful master. And so as we surrender ourselves unto him as a bond servant, he in return gives us our heart's desire. And it is true, he'll change some of our, no, he'll change a lot of our desires. I'll be honest with you. He'll change a lot of our desires, but he will afford us and delight in us in your heart. That's right. A lot of times we think that Yahweh does not delight in the things that we have need of. Maybe even some things you have not get yet. Maybe there's some things in your heart that you really like, God, I wish I could accomplish this, or I wish I had this in my life, or I wish, I wish, I wish, right? Yahweh hears your cry. He hears your concern, and he says, I am faithful. Continue to humble yourself into me. Continue to go ahead and serve me. Continue to surrender to me and watch and see if I will not give you the desires of your heart. Even if it takes a long, long time, I still am a God that does know you and want to do you good. We are bond servants to an incredible master that wants to do us good. So remember that today, that Yahweh wants to do you good. Well, this is Sigima Bay. I'll see you tomorrow. I love you. You are beautiful. Shalom.